0: Andrew Pitkin here on your update program. I'm joined by the president of the fair board, Nathan Forkner, as we're getting closer and closer to the Vernon County Youth Fair. Nathan, thanks for coming on in.
1: Hey, thanks for having us. It's always good to come down here and and talk about the youth fair and uh, about how great this community is and just happy to be a part of it. And it's certainly going to be, I mean, I think one of
0: the more anticipated youth fairs, we'll talk about that in a bit, but I think a sign was how well the rodeo went. You talked about um, how just, just really the, the way it ran and everything like that. Could you explain more just about, um, what you saw were some of the positives with the rodeo?
1: Oh, it was, it was definitely, uh, the most successful rodeo event we've had as a fair board, uh, record, uh, record profits made by the board, which we quickly turned around and invested back into the fair and, uh, you know, it was just a great event. I I think it was great for the community and it definitely ended up great on our end.
0: Yeah. What do you think were a couple of the high points just just from your end, just it being if you got a couple seconds to view it? I know you're you're probably running around, but maybe a couple high points from it.
1: Uh, I think the best thing was, is just seeing the joy on people's faces that they, there was an event offered that they could get outside and go do something because we're coming off of unprecedented times here. And so I think that was, it was almost like a sigh of relief is, hey, we're going to go do something.
0: And similarly, I mean, here's another thing to do. You got the youth fair, which, of course, people who have been around here have been uh, coming back to it time and time again. So, um, And it's the 75th annual as well, so a, a very uh, momentous one in that way. So what what's kind of a, a brief history, if you could give one, Nathan, um, about the Vernon County Youth Fair? So
1: in 1946 was the first youth fair. It was actually held in September then. And uh, we found out through the 4-H alumni working so diligently on the history of the fair that uh, the total cost to put on the fair last, or in 1946 was $2,400. <laughs> and it was held at the corner of Hickory and Highway 54. And so things have changed quite a bit uh, over time. In fact, they told me that at the first fair, there was a softball tournament for, for all the kids to participate well, in. Well, that could be brought back. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I Actually, I think that was in the works pre, pre-COVID-19, pre and then sure. they just decided, hey, we're not going to go ahead and pursue that. But uh, there's been years that there were parades and, and that kind of thing. And then um, – When I was a kid, you know, the big thing that was out there was the carnival, and then just over time, the carnival kind of faded out. With there being a carnival in town, typically for Bushwhacker days, the 1st of June, turn around, and the 1st of July, have one at the fair, the fair carnival always suffered, so they did away with it. Uh, Makes sense. And then, uh, you know, leading into this
0: one with it being uh, the 75th annual, what are going to be some of those uh, staples, you know, from from the first day on that people are going to recognize and say, yes, this is the Vernon County Youth Fair?
1: Okay, so. We'll just give a quick rundown here of what we're going to do this year at the fair. Monday uh, has actually became one of the more important nights of the fair. A lot of the community comes out to see it because they have this super teen contest. And uh, several, I've lost track of time, but... S- several years ago, Kyle Kisher did that as a 4-H leadership project to start a super team contest, and it has just grown and grown and grown and built up. And so um, they have the uh, preliminaries on Monday night as, lo- as well as conference judging. So all of our exhibit hall buildings, um, from cooking to computers to robots uh, and also, uh, it was new last year with the new diner remodel, but the diner will be open on uh, Monday night. The fair board's going to work that shift. That's what we did a year ago, and it, we had a good time doing it, and uh, kind of the best time for the fair board to uh, volunteer their time in the kitchen. Everybody's not so tired and and uh, dealing with all the the events of the week, and so then on Tuesday they will announce the winners of the non livestock events. I think you guys are normally out there and you guys cover that. And so that's a that's a big deal. And uh Six o'clock that Tuesday night, we have uh, the fashion show and then the awards for the cat and dog exhibitors. And then at 7 p.m., uh, one of the big highlights of the fair is always the Queen and Princess Coronation, and that will uh, be on Tuesday night. And then the, the top teams from Super Teen on Monday night come back and participate uh, to pick a winner. And so that that is always uh, pretty good stuff. On Wednesday, out at the fair, at uh, in the morning, we have the dairy goat show, and then followed that by the dairy cattle show. Um, then we have the meat goats and the sheep, and then at six p.m. on Wednesday is the Little Britches Rodeo, and I and that's up at the arena. And uh, we we actually changed that up a couple years ago, and and went to. Uh, professional stock contractor so C.R. McKelps that put on our rodeo back in June they're going to come back and and put on a on a kids rodeo for us so that ought to be a good event then on Thursday um, that would be the poultry uh, and rabbit shows and then of an evening uh, that's the swine show And, and Thursday is uh, the poultry show and rabbit show of a morning that takes place uh, in their barn uh, south of the road, and then uh, Thursday night is the uh, swine show, and we have a really big, high-quality swine show normally, and so we normally draw the biggest crowd out to the fair on uh, Thursday night to see that. Uh, we're we're really fortunate to have the quality of of uh, pig show that we normally offer in this county, and then. Uh, Friday is the uh, beef show at 4 p.m., and they we moved to that format a couple years ago, so we'll start with uh, your bucket calves and, and then go to the breeding stock and then f- finish up with the steers. Um, the Have a good number of steers entered in this year's fair. Um, because of the cost of the project, we've kind of seen less numbers over the, the last few years, but still offer a pretty high-quality show. This year, after the Steer Show, we have some special entertainment lined up for uh, for our 75th annual fair celebration. We have the Mark Chapman Band out of Neosho coming up um, to play a concert for us. Uh, it'll be held down by the lake, so we'll have lots of room and, and space for everybody to get spread out. And then after that, we're going to have a fireworks show, and so... Hope we're hoping that the concert will start around nine, and uh, they've agreed to play for two hours, and then so about eleven, we should see a twenty to thirty minute fireworks display. So that'll be pretty neat.
0: And that'll kind of end it then. That'll kind of be the the what,
1: sending off, or no? Well, so so there's a lot goes on Saturday. Um, th- that would be the kind of the highlight event. Sure. Uh. But, but then we've got quite a bit goes on Saturday and it's actually probably the kids most favorite day because that's sale day. And so, uh, the kids with market animals, you know, Saturday night, uh, we'll get to offer their animals for sale. And this is a great community that comes out and supports these kids and, and they get rewarded for all their hard work, you know, several months of dedication to their project and, uh invite everybody to come out and and support these kids and bid on some of these animals.
0: Well, sounds like a blast of a week speaking uh, here with uh, the president of the Vernon County Youth Fair Board. That is uh, Nathan Forkner. And uh, Nathan, also just want to um, ask you, because I know you've mentioned it a little bit, there will be opportunities to um, spread out for the concert that you talked about. That'll be possible. And then, just week long, what are some of the things that that the Fair Board has taken into account with coronavirus, COVID-19? What other precautions might be taken?
1: Well, I'll say without a doubt, this is, on my tenure on the board, this has been the most difficult uh, year we've had, just because of all the uncertainty and and unknowns. Um, We've even though we have no statewide restrictions at this point, we are are still trying to be mindful of of the situation and and uh, actually have uh, ordered a tent to be set up outside to increase our uh, dining capacity and, and give people more options to get spread out. Uh, we've we've ordered additional hand washing um, sinks to be placed outside the barns and buildings. Uh, and try and encourage good hand sanitation and, uh, oh, simple things like plexiglass by the cash registers and that. I I think the area of the fair that's the most affected by it is the conference judging for the non-livestock events um and if you don't know what that is it's basically a kid makes a project brings it in explains to a judge and and so it's all public speaking and interview skills is is really what we're trying to accomplish it find something the kid's passionate about and, and follow through with that and and so that that involves close contact and so we've actually uh Worked with Mike Bueller's office to borrow their voting uh, plexiglass screens to use during conference judging to kind of help help with that aspect.
0: Well, very good. Sounds good, Nathan. Is there anything else that you'd like to address at this time?
1: No, I, I just want to thank the community. Um, our donations to the fair uh, ahead of time have been up. It's it's been a really good year, and, and we've tried to work diligently and pretty and use those funds wisely to put on this fair. I, I will throw out a couple things. Um, we went ahead and bought a soft-serve ice cream machine after the rodeo. All right. Thinking that would be a, a hit and something we could offer and make the fair better. And, and so I think there's going to be some excitement around that. And uh, we, were, we got a pretty sizable donation, and we're able to buy a nugget ice machine. And so we're going to have more of that sonic-type ice to serve <laughs> and— in the future, the fair's not going to have to buy ice. We've always worked with a vendor. We're going to be able to make all our own ice and save that money. So... Um might be more of a break even thing this year but but in the future it's going to going to save save the fairboard money and they can just invest that money back into the fairgrounds and into the fair to make it better so there's a couple couple things that are pretty exciting that we're, we're pretty excited about
0: all right well we'll certainly be out there and Nathan thanks very much for being on the update program
1: all right thanks for your time
0: That's the president of the fair board, Nathan Forkner, for the Vernon County Youth Fair here on your KNEM-KNMO update program.